When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, welcome to Apartment 4D, the podcast about New Girl. I'm Jill here with my co-host, Heather. Hi, everybody. And Joe. Hello. We're here to discuss season five, episode 14, 300 feet. We are on Zoom, but we promise our next two episodes for sure are together in person. Uh, Before we start, we'll do a very quick feeling stick since Joe and Heather decided to catch up the first couple minutes of our Zoom recording. Uh, Joe, I'm taking, you don't have a feeling stick. No, not tonight. Hevs? In a shocking twist, I don't really have a feeling stick. Great. But I did notice that Busy Phillips is in this episode. And Linda something, who was on Freaks and Geeks with her, played Jess's sister. Hmm. So just wanted to bring out that correlation. It's like a Freaks and Geeks. I don't know if they're all friends or... You know, I probably just all actresses, maybe. Okay, but still an interesting fact. Right. Okay, so we'll jump right in. The Netflix description of 300 Feet is Jess is dismayed when she is served a restraining order by former boyfriend Sam. A fancy new bar across the street competes with the Griffin. Joe, what is your Joe Flicks for this episode? So this one encompasses the whole episode. Right. It's called Nutmeg Wholesalers and Restraining Orders, the evolution of the story of Nick and Jess as told by the friend face, Winston. Wow! And you got to watch the whole show to understand. (laughs) And that's what we do here, and everyone listening also does. Yep. That was really something, Joe. Good job. It was something. Uh, it was hilarious, the nutmeg wholesaler part. <laughs> that was hilarious. It was so random. It was, <laughs> but accurate. I don't That's think I've a... ever bought nutmeg from a, you buy it from your Cisco guy, not like That's a what I was going to say, you get it from wholesale. your distributor. You don't have a nutmeg sales. Yeah. <laughs> just just a sitcom, guys. Look like Nick. <laughs> I totally was thinking the same thing the whole episode. Yeah. Okay, so guest stars from this episode include Busy Phillips, who plays Connie, the owner of Presh, the new bar, who is obviously Audrey from Dawson's Creek. She's also in Freaks and Geeks, and she goes way back with Hebs and I. She was in Dawson's Creek? Yeah, she was Joey's roommate in college. Was she in Varsity Blues, too? Not at all. Oh. She was also in that show. That's Allie Larder, you're thinking of. With um, the girl from Friends. Oh, uh, Courtney Cox. Cougar Town? Yes, Cougar Town. Yeah. Or Two Broke Girls. Nope, Joe, she wasn't in... You're just, like, naming TV shows that have blonde actresses in them. Yeah, I thought she was... uh... Okay. (laughs) We open in the bar, and Jess is trying to contact Sam, and he's not responding. She's text and called. Nick had to park two blocks away to get to his own bar because the new bar, Presh, next door or nearby, has valet. When Jess is served a restraining order from Sam, 
seems a little extreme to me. Didn't you guys think? Nah, these days, everybody gets restraining orders against everybody. No, what did she do? She didn't threaten him or hurt him? You can still get one. She applied for a job at his girlfriend's school and then brought him brownies. I don't know that that's enough to get a restraining order. <laughs> Anyways. Wait, um, before she got that, though, she already had a bad day because the rabbit at school died. And Winston goes, Colonel Floppy ears? Oh my God, that was so funny. He cares so much about he everyone. He pays so much attention. His cat yeah. has not been on in so long, by the way. I, it feels extra long because we have so much time between recording now, but it's like, where is Ferguson? Oh, Ferguson? Yeah, it's been forever. Yeah. Um, so they're She had the- to collect the rabbit. She, she goes, I had to collect the rabbit because it got in the mower. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Ew. Yeah, yeah. It, it was a little hard on the stomach. Yeah, it was in the mower. Yeah, so she had to pull it out. Okay, we don't need to say it more than once. <laughs> uh. Like when a hurl. Okay, so they're at the new bar press with Connie, the owner, and she walks up to Nick and is like, oh, you're my nutmeg wholesaler. And we find <laughs> out that Schmidt doesn't even know that the bar is named the Griffin. And they finally told us the name. Yeah, it's the first time ever they've ever said the Griffin. I don't blame Schmidt for not knowing. <laughs> I know. I didn't it's know. like it's the, the name of the bar you own. So funny. Wouldn't they have had to sign contracts? Again, I just think I'm looking too deep. You are, but I think it also shows Schmidt's level of commitment to the bar versus Nick's. Good point. Yeah. Good so insight. as they're leaving after getting in a little bit of an argument with Connie. Uh, they run into the nutmeg wholesaler who looks just like Nick and is dressed just like Nick. So a nice ending to that joke. Jess goes to the police department because she's trying to reverse or return the restraining order when Winston just happens to be working at the police department station that day and walks up and is like, look, friend face, cop face, which I loved because they're the same face, telling her she needs to stop it. And then Jess is like, well, I'll just maybe just send him a letter And Winston's like, no, restraining order means no contact. So Jess immediately goes to the parking lot of his work, not knowing what kind of car he drives with the letter. see, that didn't make sense. A lot of it, well, it makes sense she doesn't know, but the plan didn't make sense. No, because how do you not know if he's your ex-boyfriend, you rode in his car? That was a while back. I don't know that he has Oh, that maybe he got a new car. Yeah. Okay. So she jumps in a truck to hide, which of course ends up being Sam's. She calls Winston and says, what would happen if she was allegedly in the back of the truck on accident that Sam was driving? And before we see more of that fiasco, they're back at the Griffin, which we now know is called. And Cece is making a really disgusting, fancy cocktail. And Nick's like, they're not going to change. He doesn't want to ruin their bar. And he notices that the tap to a keg has been cut. And he's like, this is her messing with us. We have to retaliate. We have to fight. Joe, did that ever happen to you when you managed bars or dealt with kegs? Did anyone cut one of them just to mess with you? Um, no. Okay. I like it <laughs> when, when um, Schmidt says, you're not Jeff Galuli and she's not Tanya Harding. Yeah. Oh, is that the name of the guy that that did, that did was it? Okay. such a good reference? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> um, so Jess is on the phone again, and they're going through the car wash. And I love that they had Sam singing along 
to Selena Gomez because it was a kind of a callback to Winston singing along to Wicked. It's something we all do in the car, you know, so it's oh, just yeah. really funny. Nice um, catch. What's that? Nice catch. Thank you. So let's see, car wash. So we see she's going to the wind, um, going into the car wash. She tries to escape, ends up on the windshield, scaring Sam. At this point, I think he could have got the restraining order. Meanwhile, yeah. we find out Nick and Schmidt put a fish in the vents at Presh. <laughs> and Connie comes and throws the fish down on the counter. And they're like, we didn't do that. We don't know what you're talking about. And once or Schmidt's like, is that a I forget what kind of fish it was? Do you guys remember? No but he like names it and it's very random and she shows them the video footage of them putting the fish in the vents and she's like do not mess with me and lists out a very long list of problems and she says she will destroy you and nick's like can i just ask can i ask when and she says soon and when you least expect it <laughs> she had a lot going on in that soliloquy she did yes so Jess and Sam are arguing outside of the car wash and Jess is like, fine, I'll just leave. But her phone's wet, so she can't call anyone. She turns to leave and hits her head on a pole. And Sam's like, oh my gosh, fine, just get in the car. Joe, as the only man in the podcast, have you ever had a girl jump in the back of the truck while you went through the car wash and land on the windshield to get to you? No, no, all occupants were in the vehicle. Okay. <laughs> Joe actually loves to go through the car wash. He thinks it's like an actual fun activity. So do yeah, my dogs. Well, this one, yeah, this one didn't have the colored soap and all that. Right. No, it didn't have the colored soap. We do love, the kids love the colored soap. Yeah. Oh, I've never seen colored soap. Okay, yeah, so moving on to... Oh, they're, they're back in the Griffin. They're checking all the spots, kicking out all the few customers they have. Um, checking all the alcohol with CC is by drinking all of it, getting very drunk. And Nick um, says how hard he works at the bar. And he said, we used to be in the red and now we're in the white. And Schmidt's like, what's the white? He's like, we're breaking even. Is that what it's called when you break even, Joe? No, no, that's that's Nick's terms. Not like due normal. date? Yeah. We call it break even. <laughs> Got it. Okay. <laughs> So Nick's like, I'm alone. I'm just going to handle this myself. And he invites all the businesses to a quote family meeting, which we'll see the in a five families. Well, except the lady who had to watch the register at the laundromat. I think it was oh, the nail salon. Or the nail salon. Nails. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> watch the register. We're not quite there yet. It's so seriously. I know. Yeah, yeah. Nick was so prepared. I don't think he's ever prepared for anything as much as that meeting. And why was there spaghetti? Since when do they serve? Oh, they do. They have served food at the Griffin. Because that guy that owned a spaghetti place. No. Yeah. That man owned the dry cleaners. He was just eating the spaghetti at the Griffin. No, somebody there owned spaghetti. Yeah, okay. he liked that spaghetti. Plus, okay. they're trying to do an Italian mafia thing. No, yeah, I get it. Yeah. I was just saying so you got to eat spaghetti at all Italian mafia meetings you got spaghetti. it's a requirement exactly <laughs> right i was just saying it's i didn't good manners. oh for the love of god i was just saying they never served spaghetti at the griffin before to my knowledge but anyways we're back with jess and sam and we see that jess is in scrubs which is actually funny because he would as a doctor probably have scrubs in his car they almost get in an accident and suddenly admit they both can't stop thinking about each other and they're, they're really together now and they could do this and they start kissing and they go to the loft and Winston uses his cop voice to be like 300 feet separate. But before we find out more of what happens, yes, Heather? 
And it is the cutest thing I've ever seen in my life when Winston starts telling Sam how he's a cop. Yes. That's, yeah, that's he's all proud. Stuff. Nobody else does it. <laughs> yeah, that hasn't happened yet, but I do love that part. And I do love when he says, when Jess is like, I can't tell when it's your cop face or your friend face. And he's like, I know, I only have one face. That's why I announce it. Cute. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're back. You know, Sam also didn't know what Grey's Anatomy was because Jess yeah. like, oh, yeah. and he scrubs. I feel like I'm in Grey's Anatomy. He's like, I don't know what that is. I don't is. know what that is. <laughs> the show has been on forever. I know, but if you're a real doctor, you're probably kind of busy, you know. And you don't Brand, want to yeah. watch a show about doctors. It's, it's definitely generational. Well, it's been on for generations at this point. Yes. Yeah. So we're back at the bar with the families for the family meeting. So, oh, no. So Peter owns, the guy in the spaghetti owns produce slash cold beer slash ice. Is yeah. that the name of it's your establishment? Because <laughs> that the name of your business? It's on the sign. <laughs> Annalisa from Annalisa Nails couldn't be there because she didn't have anyone to watch the register. Schmidt shows up and says that he knows the bar could do better. He didn't just invest in the bar, he invested in Nick. Ooh. And I wrote down that someone cries. Oh, Nick announces we have valet too now. And then Winston, and then Schmidt cries because he's so excited they're fancy and they have valet. And I love and busy when- busy Phillips is like, are they in love with each other to Cece? And she says, yes, She's very like, yeah. much so. Very much so. <laughs> So uh, everyone kind of calls a truce. They have a toast. Um, Connie's like, wow, I don't know if they're drinking whiskey or something. This is amazing. Nick's like, oh, my friend makes it in his basement. Like, do you want to go out with me? And she's like, no, never. How did you get from this is really good tasting to I want to go out with you? He's like, well, I just feel like we had a moment the back and forth. <laughs> she's like horrified. Like you couldn't yeah. even be that mean in real life. No, she overreacted for sure. It's like, oh my God, you? Yeah, it was kind of mean. <laughs> Poor guy. So we're back at the loft and um, uh, Winston is still keeping the couple separated. And he says, are you you know, sure that you guys want to go through this again? Are you ready? You're not going to hurt each other all over again. And Sam is like, you know what, Jess, I got the restraining order for a reason because you're dangerous to me. And um, I didn't trust myself not to call and start it up again, but I'm still mad at you. This isn't going to work. So they say goodbye. And then like, for no reason, this episode's never made sense to me. For no reason, that out of nowhere, it. she runs after him, kisses him and traffic. And I just don't get it, I, which is my discussion question for later. But I'm just like, this came out of nowhere. Yeah, sure, she saw him last week. I didn't sense any overwhelming chemistry. I don't even remember why they broke, oh, because they broke up because of Nick. It just, I didn't, I didn't know what to do with her. question is like, it's so, like they just are desperate for a storyline or something yeah i don't know and you you don't i know sometimes i get it that it's hard to not call your ex don't get a restraining order over it it's stupid you, the judge won't give you one right and and also that still won't make you call, not call them just delete their number from your phone yeah yeah but i'm just saying i don't understand why I just wanted to be with him. I think they just didn't know what to do with her character. They couldn't put her back with Nick already. He's a very likable like actor and he's funny. And, and then when they start dating, it's kind of like, oh, okay. Like this makes sense, I guess. But this episode was just super weird to me. Maybe Jess is lonelier than we realize. Yeah, we're just covering up because she knows how she feels about Nick. Right. So that brings us to favorite Jess look. Joe, you love fashion. Why don't you kick it off? 
Well, she only wore one outfit with the polka dot thing there, so. Oh, that's not true. What else did she wear? Oh, the scrubs. scrubs. Yeah. No, the polka dots were held up in the car wash. (laughs) (laughs) Hevs, what about you? Well, I didn't like the things she wore, especially not that red skirt and the sparkly top. Mm -mm. So I just put scrubs because she looked cute. I put scrubs too. I thought she looked cute in the scrubs. Yeah. Best dressed, I'm giving to Winston for his floral shirt in the first scene, but then he also ends it with a floral shirt. So it's a floral shirt sandwich. Joe? Winston's best look? No. What I ask <laughs> every week is the best dressed character, and mine just happens to be Winston. Yours could be oh, her. Overall, you mean? Huh. I don't know. Nobody really wore anything that's uh, that really stands out. Okay, have Okay. Well, I wrote, it's interesting. I wrote Winston too, but I, I thought it was bird shirts. Was definitely floral oh interesting because okay, i thought it was bird head. shirts too and i got up to like actually go to the tv and be like what's happening are these bird shirts oh okay all right well winston still gets my best dressed either okay. way so. so the jar count still at zero as it should be and we would move to favorite schmidt moment i don't really have one it's not a strong schmidt episode in my opinion he didn't have a lot to work with uh heather i know you're a huge schmidt fan so i'm sure you have something i will say it's not a strong episode period yes but um, my favorite Schmidt moment was when he was saying he believes in Nick. Yes. So sweet. I didn't, I didn't get misty eyed. Oh, Heather. But I could have. Okay. I controlled my emotions. Good job. We're proud of you, Joe. Thank favorite you. Schmidt moment. He goes, no, he goes, Nick, I didn't invest in the bar. I invested in you. I got equity in you. And he goes, I don't have any equity. You didn't buy my equity. <laughs> Not, <laughs> Not understanding that, you know, he was telling me that he believes in it. Yeah. 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 So you and Hems have the same Schmidt moment. Um, yeah, because I mean, that really, uh, other than when Cece was getting drunk on making her own drink, mm-hmm. uh, and then really Nick put together the neighborhood association, the, the business association was the best part. But Schmidt really wasn't involved in that. Right. Which leads me to my next question, which I guess will have you kick off. What was your favorite or funniest moment overall from the episode? Oh, yeah. The family mafia meeting with the business association. Yes. Mine too. Especially Annalise of Annalise's Nails, who couldn't make it. And how serious yeah. <laughs> Nick was. Heather, you're nodding a lot. Is that your favorite, funniest moment? Yes. Any Anytime I, I see like a fake mafia thing, like if, if you haven't ever seen it, Modern Family does one. That mm-hmm. is hilarious. Phil yeah. decides he's running a mafia. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so that was my favorite. Second favorite, though, after that would be Winston telling Sam he's a cop. Yeah, that was a good one, too. He yeah. goes, when did you become a cop? He goes, oh, just a little bit ago. <laughs> yeah, and then he's like, I get to do things like other people can't do. Yeah, yeah like so slide cute. across the hoods of a car and scratch him and not get in trouble. He's like, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't have to pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> and he's so proud. And he's so cute. Okay, so that brings us to Honey Roast Award for Best Character Performance, et cetera, in the episode. I did something interesting here, as Heather would say. You did? I I gave an award to the name of the bar because I think the name Fresh 
it's just the name of an annoying trendy bar that they would open next to an old school run down but everybody's favorite sort of neighborhood bar i just thought that was spot Wait, on was it called crush fresh 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 yeah. with a p oh fresh p-r-e-s-h i mean they didn't spell it for his halves but yeah close enough what is that what does that word mean i don't know what it's it like short for precious it just seemed like kind of a ridiculous name for something like yeah, la that's stupid right like names of bars in la will be and then people are always right. saying them and it's i that give me the award because the accuracy that was an interesting thing to do that's why i announced it as that yeah <laughs> what was your uh honey roast heads um i didn't think anybody particularly stood out i guess because it's not really a standout episode so i just went with busy phillips no real reason i just did it oh we love her yeah joe Probably Nick, but I I like when he says to the homeless guy, he's like, look, I can't let you in here because we're going to get attacked at any time. And I don't know if I trust you right now. I think you got a fish in there in his long coat, you know? <laughs> he goes, no, I don't have fish. I got chicken. See, I don't trust you. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Good call. Nice and he makes call, him go Joe. away. So that's why Nick. Nick handling all, thank God the bar stuff was happening because that kind of made up for just going through a car wash in a truck with, with a really horrible green screen, by the way, when she was in the back of the truck. You would totally yeah. tell that was a green screen. <laughs> I agree with you. That was a good way to make up for it because the Jess storyline was not strong. Well, and it was yeah. just so ridiculous how she ended up on the hood. Like, I know yeah. that we're nitpicking. First of all, there's no way someone wouldn't have seen her and shut that down. But then how yeah. she, like, you would have to make such effort to climb on top of a truck to smush your body. No. It was like they went back to the ridiculous, like, I love Lucy days. Yeah. Where yeah. Lucy got into a stupid scrape. And, you know, I mean, seriously, there was like a hundred cars in that parking lot. She yeah. would end up in, I mean, there's, I could pick apart this episode. Actually, I really don't like this episode. <laughs> I didn't realize I didn't like it. So we started watching it. I didn't realize it was the same episode with Busy Phillips. That whole part didn't bother me, but the It's other like part. a filler episode. Yeah. yeah. So that brings us to bears. I didn't catch any. I guess you can make an argument. There was a fish and bears. A chicken. Fish. And a chicken. Heather, did you catch a bear? I did not catch a bear. Yes, that brings us to discussion questions, which you've already kind of talked about the oddness of the episode, the suddenly we're into Sam. What I'm curious about is do either of you want her with Sam? Were you rooting for that? Because I don't think anybody was rooting for them at this point. I think people had been before, but it's kind of random now. And Sam's kind of weird now. I mean, I don't have any feeling on it. Like literally I have no feeling like I'm like, oh, just with Sam. Like I'm not sad. I'm not glad. I'm just neutral yeah aloof if you will aloof i like it joe did you want her with sam at this point uh i was the same way i, I don't even know why they brought him back in because he was just a flash in the pan the first time and then you know all of a sudden he's back it's better when genslinger was coming back oh i love genslinger i love genslinger goes in you i mean and i liked sam the first time sam was fine the first time it just didn't make sense to me the second time. Although the dynamic like, yeah. then in future episodes with him and Nick is real fun and funny to watch, but she yeah, that, had yeah. more other exes I'd rather see come back. Yeah. Like, like that hippie guy mm -hmm. or the fancy pants 
or fancy man. <laughs> oh, fancy man. <laughs> I've been doing this podcast for like 45 years and you just can't get it. <laughs> it's like Joe never like, oh, best dressed? What of the episode? We do that. It's like how I never get Dermot Mulrooney and Dylan McDermott. No, that is confusing. confusing. Yeah, well, fancy guy is the guy from my best friend's wedding. Yes. Correct. Yeah. Okay, Good so movie. Joe, did you bring a discussion question? Oof. This is a tough one. I mean, if you don't have one, it's fine. Well, I mean, uh I, I mean, what what's the only good question? Has anyone ever had a restraining order on them? <laughs> give a restraining order. I'm gonna I guess mean, that none of us have, but if we have, we wouldn't be admitting it right now. Yeah. I think people wanted one on me. Of course, just, none of us have a restraining order. But I mean, it, it's just kind of a weird way to not, uh, you know, to want not want your ex, you know, around you. Maybe you could text them or something like that. It's just another part of the episode that's ridiculous and doesn't make sense. But good question, Joe. If you take the flip side, have you ever gotten a restraining order against someone? If you say yes, Heather, I swear. No, I didn't know how, but I toyed with it. No, I have not. Joe, have you? No, I, I've never come across people who who I felt like visibly threatened by or anything like that. You know, it just, uh, you know, but I guess the only other question you could ask is, have you ever put a fish in anybody's vent? That's actually a good idea. <laughs> it's a terrible idea. Fish in the vent. It's a good idea, but I would never hold a fish. Yeah, or dead or alive. No, thank you. Yeah. Or a vent. I like how, how Schmidt goes, that looks exactly like us. And Nick's like, see, you shouldn't have said anything. You should I, you should have been quiet. Like it wasn't yeah. that you can totally see. They're in the that. same outfits. Yeah. 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 Have, did you bring a discussion question? Um, yeah, well, we kind of covered them um, because I also asked about the breakup and then I asked about, um, have you ever had a stalker to where you need to get a restraining order? Um, but I do have two really easy questions. So if you were just like a person in LA and you didn't know anything about who owned the bars, which one would you go to and why? I would probably go to Presh, but I bet Joe would go to the Griffin. Well, she's talking about any bar in L.A. No, I'm no. saying in between those two. Oh, between those two. You're on the street. They're next to each other. Which one do you go in? If I don't know the neighborhood, I'm going in the nicer bar. But if it was in my hometown, like I know that some nicer restaurants or bars, you know, they don't look nice on the inside, but they are okay to go into. You know what I mean? Right. So if you, you were in L.A., you would go to Presh. Yeah. Yeah. I probably would go to the Griffin because... I, the Griffin is more like, uh, like you're going to get more regular people there who are, who like talk to you all the time. Like I go, I like going into dive bars, but I go into bars because it's Same more, season. more, it's the guy who's getting off of work and having a drink or it's the, you know, the people who meet there weekly on a Friday night or Saturday, there's no loud, loud music where you can't talk, you know, where some of these trendy places it's so the music's so loud you can't even talk to anyone 
you know, and it's not really a, a pickup joint per se, but it's just to go. They probably got a good game on the TV. Everyone's talking about the bartender. Never seen a TV in the Griffin. <laughs> he should. That's what he's missing. He should put a TV in the Griffin. They have Maybe a popcorn machine. Business. How come they don't have one shirt? Not even the bartenders wear a shirt that says the Griffin. Every bar you go into, because the bartender usually has something Nick, there. Nick, Nick did, and all they all rebelled. Oh, they didn't want uniforms? No. That's true. That's true. <laughs> but I knew Joe would say that. Hebs, what about you? You'd go in the fancier one, right? No, I'd go in the Griffin. Really? Yeah, because whenever I pick a bar, I like, there was an old school restaurant I used to always go to with my grandparents called Love's. So, Joe, you probably remember Love's. And it was a chain, but it was super dark inside. What? What? old restaurant i used to go to with my grandparents joe you probably know <laughs> <laughs> like he's as old as our grandparents loves <laughs> is a no, loves to me is a travel stop no because i meant joe probably went there as a kid yeah <laughs> okay go ahead okay uh, so whenever I see like a dark like bar and like bars in towns, like we have a local one called the Tartan and it's like you get a stronger drink for a lower price and the food's really good too. And yeah. it's not like chain restaurant food. So I would, I would go Griffin. I mean, I think I see what you guys are saying. I just think when you don't know the neighborhood, that's a little dangerous. You know, you're going to have food poisoning or mugged if you're, but not that the Griffin's like so bad that you would get mugs, but do you know what I mean? Like if I really don't know the area, I'd rather proceed with caution. But see, that's what I think is fun when I don't know the area is finding those hidden treasures. Yes, well, given all your backstories, like the guy who tried to carjack our dad almost yes. and the guy who paid for dinner with 15 credit cards and the guy who brought a gun to work, like I'm going to go ahead and stick with my answer. Anyways, we're almost out of time. Well, Wait, I, have we went to... I have an easy one. Go, we'll let okay. Joe go first. Okay, when go, we Joe. went to LA, we actually came across this scenario because I surprised Jill with tickets to uh, um, Wicked. Uh, Wicked at Pantages, right? And we go, where are we going to go to dinner before? I don't know. We'll just pick a place. So we end up going to this place. It was the same place where Beretta killed his wife. We've already talked oh, about our trip to Dan and, Tana's and that twice was on the a podcast. Nice, and that was a nice place that we were all the stars going everything. Yeah, I think we knew what, what Dan Tana's was. And it was obvious it was fancy and expensive when we got there. Yeah, but we that didn't know so that. That was so rude of him. Yeah, we didn't know that happened. So you never know. You, you can walk into a nice place and can be the craziest, you know. Can be where Beretta. That's why. very true. Yeah, Hebs, what's and, your discussion and, and, question before you run out of time? Yeah. Do you guys feel that Freaks and Geeks wasn't given, it's like my so-called life, it wasn't given the attention it deserves? Joe, you've never even watched it, right? I watched I every episode. Joe. Oh, Joe. No, no, no. I don't think it's on TV anymore. <sighs> yeah, they don't even play it in Cindy. And I thought it was a great show. I can't, I remember that we liked it, but I don't really remember much about it. I think it was really strong writing. Yeah, well, it happens. Sometimes the best shows don't get picked up. Just like you know what the biggest, the biggest injustice is? You know, Netflix just took off Ozark. Uh, it did? Netflix. 
Yeah. And you think that's the biggest injustice we're facing? That's like the one of the biggest shows. That's in Yellowstone off of Netflix. Yellowstone isn't on Netflix, Joe. Well, if it was, it'd be like taking Yellowstone <laughs> off of Netflix. I've been trying to get you to watch Yellowstone for years. Have you been looking at Netflix for it? Because that could be why yeah, you're not that, watching that's it. That's why I haven't seen it. You told me the wrong channel. I did not. That never happened. I'm going to wrap up the podcast. We wait. So this is airing. Happy Thanksgiving week. We want to say to you guys, Joe. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> Joe will be here for Thanksgiving. I'm I thankful think- for that. We will record some live episodes, at least two for the future. And we hope you have a good week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.